it's time to shake up that paradigm. Welcome to Infinite Banking Radio. How's it going, everyone? This is Patrick Donahoe. You're listening to Paran Life Radio. It's, uh, it's good to be with you. Uh, today we're going to, uh, actually, the introduction said shake things up, so we're going to shake things up a little bit. Uh, we're actually going to be starting to do some uh, some little mini mini podcasts on specific topic topics uh, every month. So uh, our guys here in the office, some of our advisors are going to get on and talk about uh, specific topics uh, in relation to just financial services in general. And uh, so there's nobody better to kick this off than one of our new guys, Bill. Uh, Bill's been with us uh, for a number of months now. It's uh, awesome to have him. He brings a lot of business experience and a lot of energy to uh, to our to our guys. And so today we're going to talk about one of those energizing topics, mutual funds. Isn't that energizing, Bill? It is. It is. It's <laughs> exciting to be here, Patrick. My hair's always, you know, they start to stand up on the back of my neck whenever I hear those words. Anyway, but let's uh, let's just get into kind of the generals of uh, of mutual funds. So you wrote an, a blog post this month about it. Uh, which can be found on our website www.paradigmlife.net. You can also access it on Facebook. Um, but you did you need some investigation into it. And now that you've been with us and you've been experiencing some of the interaction with clients, you've seen people that own mutual funds, whether it's inside of a qualified plan, inside uh, or are non-qualified, and uh, what the result is. So, why don't you got, give us an idea of your research and what you came up with? Well, w- what's been really interesting in my experience as as we talk to the clients that 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 touch base with us is that. Their market experience really is is primarily in mutual funds. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I, I would say the majority of people that do contact us are say, "Hey, this is what I'm doing in the market. It's in a fund. This is my type of fund." And and really, their interaction with that fund is really relatively limited. And as you sit and talk with them about their experience, you talk to talk with them about how often they actually look at the prospectus, how often they actually look at 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 their at their money. It's, it's interesting to find out that many people haven't gone through and actually looked at the type of fees that they're charged. Well, I think over time, as our, our, as our society has progressed, our attention spans have been reduced. And so a prospectus is not a one-page or two-page document. A prospectus is pretty, is pretty big. And most people don't even understand the language in there because it's all written by attorneys. <laughs> so, so looking at prospectus, I mean, yeah, first off, a mutual fund is, um, you know, it's, it's a more of a recent phenomenon, you know, open-ended companies where you can... Uh, a company can be formed. And you can, you know, buy shares, raise money, and you know, buy different uh, shares inside of companies and ownership inside of different companies. And so, looking at the the objective or the initial intent, I think it was a good intent because it helps people diversify without having to buy different sectors or different companies here and there to hedge one another. You trust a money manager to basically do it for you. So, I think the intention was good. So, as you've done your research and you looked at prospectuses, what are you what are you finding with people and and what they understand about mutual funds? Well, there are a couple different ways that uh, we're charged fees uh, with your mutual fund. Uh, one is they'll always be listed under a fee scale. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's an area within the prospectus, which is the document they send you that explains everything about your mutual fund, mm-hmm. and it'll be listed under that. So it'll be listed, these are the fees you're charged. There's also a secondary area which will cover fees as well, and it's called the Annual Operating Fund Expenses. Both of those areas go through and tell you the fees that you're charged specifically on the fund, okay? You can be charged fees not just on your money, but on the total operating costs of the mutual fund. So to know those two places and to know how to look at those, that gives you a much better idea of what your rate of return would be in the mutual fund. Yeah, and it, 
And I think well, there's, I should have gave you a, there's a website that we, we have membership to. It's called personalfund.com. And you actually go in there and it lists off all the different fees. But yeah, I mean, you have, di- there's so many different mutual funds. You have, you know, the A share type of mutual fund. You have balanced, you have aggressive, you have growth, you have income. I mean, there's just so many different funds. It's hard to un- kind of understand where all those fees come from. But there are a lot of different fees. You have the advisor who's training, the money manager who charges a percentage of the entire fund. You have 12B1 fees, which is used for, you know, your advertising and other costs. And and so looking at the, the fee structure, I mean, most people look at, okay, you know, half a percent, 1% here, quarter percent here. That's not that much, right? But over time. Over time, it actually makes a big, big difference. Yeah. Interestingly enough, and the SEC will even tell you this on their website, there is no limit to what they can charge you in fees. Mm. There, There is no set limit. Mm. Now, generally, there's a there's a... A, a market-wide trend, and usually they'll each company will pick up on that trend and mm-hmm. stay within that same mm-hmm. zone. But they're not limited by any government regulatory mm-hmm. um, uh, authority to charge you any specific amount of fees. So that's that. Uh, therein lies a little bit of the problem: mm-hmm. is that it's not clear, and there's no limit to what they can actually charge you. Yeah, and, and fees over time. I, mean, I think that's I think where a lot of our clients have their eyes opened is. Is uh, is just looking at the intention of any any company, and specifically a, a mutual fund company, uh, because the intention is to make money, and, and their money is made by charging fees. And so, looking at market averages and, and so forth, um, it's that uh, most people are anticipating that type of return over time. And because that's the, that's the objective of the money manager, the money manager is out to beat the primary indexes, whether it's the Russell two thousand or the the Dow Jones or S and P five hundred, depending on the type of mutual fund that is. And and looking at those returns, they don't. Count, take into consideration fees. Once you factor that, it's very surprising. And some, one of the exercises that we go through with clients is we'll actually show market performance over time and then show what type of impact fees have. And it's sometimes a third, two, th- you know, 50% of, uh, of a portfolio. And it's, it's, a, it's sickening sometimes. And fees can even be higher than what we show, which is, you know, maybe one to 2% on average, but sometimes they're a lot higher than that. So I guess one, one of the things we do have a video on our, on our uh, infinite 101 page, which is a, a free e-learning resource that you uh, can have access to. So go check that out if, uh, if you do have some time, but uh, it's just right on our website, www.paradigmlife.net. Uh, it has some videos on there about the stock market. So anything else, Bill, that, you know, you, you learn just from your, your, uh, your analysis of mutual funds and the general idea and what you wanted to convey to clients? Realistically, the the difference between like a one and a half percent fee and a half a percent fee can be significant over time. We're talking thousands of dollars for a ten thousand dollar investment into a mutual fund. For you can either one and a half percent will yield you over twenty years, roughly forty nine thousand dollars. If it's a half, if it's a point five percent fee, you're going to be up closer to sixty thousand dollars in growth. That's a significant change in growth. So you're talking eleven thousand dollars over that time frame. So a small difference in that in that fee schedule means big differences over time. Yep. And that's the only thing. Um, that's the thing I learned the most in my research yep. is that a very small change can can pay big dividends one way or the other. So I, I think, and again, we're you know we uh, we have specific licenses and. You know, this is just kind of general, general advice and you know, general insight based on you know what we've what we research. But uh, do your research. Know what you own. Know what type of funds you have. Who the money manager is. Study that stuff. Uh, you may find it intriguing. It's your money. But at the end of the day, I think a lot of this has been exposed. I mean, there's been you know, it's definitely some additional regulations that have been added to what mutual fund 
uh, managers can and can't do, how mutual funds are set up, disclosure, transparency, etc. Um, and so a lot of the, the result of that have been people that have been leaving those type of funds. And, uh, and so looking at what your options are, you do have a lot of, of options. Um, if you are inside of a qualified plan, IRAs, 401ks, 403bs, anything that's locked up until you're at a specific age without severe penalties and tax consequences, um, you can, you know, there's index funds. Vanguard is uh, is renowned for just really low cost uh, index funds. And, fee- and so you can drastically reduce those fees if you are in those type of, of vehicles. So know what your options are. Know that there are alternatives. Know the money that you have. You've earned that money. Okay, you've gone out, you've educated yourself, you've figured out a way to create value for the world, and you're getting paid for that. When you go and save money and put it aside, I mean, don't just put it in the hands of some nobody. Know who you know who's managing your money, know who has it, and know what your alternatives are and options are. And I think today there's a lot of information on the internet that'll give you just some idea of uh, you know of what you have and what you're going to have in the future. But as we've mentioned here in some of the videos and other resources we have on our website, yeah, you'll see that fees are one of the biggest drainers of people's retirement over time, uh, aside from inflation and taxes. So, anything else, Bill? Before we wrap up? No, I think I think we're good. Thanks, Pat. I appreciate the time. You did a great job. So check out Bill's uh, blog on our website. And, uh, and also on our Facebook page, you can see it there. But, uh, but Bill, appreciate you being here. Appreciate you being part of the team. And uh, I know mutual funds were, were one of those exciting things you got to write about this month. Uh, but next month or the next couple months, we'll get you to write about something exciting like Ferraris or something like that. That'd be great. Sound good? Yeah, I'll take that. Uh-huh. All, right. All right, everyone. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening for this, uh, this mini podcast. Hope you have a great week. And I'll talk to you next time.